Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Um, there's a reason for my special Muslim greeting today. <laughs> um, we are in the holy month of Ramadan. It's Ramzan, Roha. Get it right. Oh, yeah. Happy Ramazan <laughs> Mubarak. <laughs> I love the people fight over it. That's my favorite Girl, thing. Girl, you know what? It is Ramzan Mubarak. I can't believe I gave in to, like, the Arab idealistic. Have you always called it Ramzan? Bro, I've been calling it Ramadan. <laughs> Okay, so like, me too. But my, like, I grew up in an Arab are, country surrounded by Arabs. So it just made sense for me to call it that. I just said whatever I felt like saying it. If I, like, because the thing is for me, Rams, like, saying Ramadan instead of Ramzan was like, oh, I don't want to be a fob. Which is, like, the worst thing. In, like, you know, a lot of internalized hate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of over it. So I'm just, like, saying whatever now. I like that. Hey, do hey, what hey. feels nice. Yeah, what do you call Sehri? Sehri. Yeah, like yeah. you don't say Suhoor, right? No. Like, you don't choke on the... That's the funny thing is I, like growing up, I've always called it Ramadan, but Sehri is Sehri. Like Sehri but has always You know what, iftar is? Open fast time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh we're going to be so obnoxious this episode. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah, also for anybody that didn't get that reference, please search up Amr Khan the boxer. He is Yo, a comedy king. Comedy king? <laughs> and he doesn't even know it. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to... We, we felt it was weird to release another episode during this month because we did have one lined up. We're like, you know what? No, let's talk about... Let's talk about Ramzan. Okay, so basically what I want to talk about is how in this like culture of like wokeness that we live in right now... People have become assholes, okay? And Can you not swear? I am observing a fast right now, and I just, I can't have this. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, you know, people are a-holes, and they Good. don't really want to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the sense of, like, non-Muslims having questions or wanting to talk about Ramadan. I feel like, especially online, right? I don't know about, like, yeah. IRL, but online... People are like, oh, you know what? Why don't you just Google it? Why can't you figure it out for yourself? And I feel like that's so rude. For like logical, mathematical things, you know, or like basic information on, I don't know, how to change a tire, I'd say Google it. But for all Islam-related questions, please don't, don't Google, Google it. it. You cannot just Sheikh Google. Yeah. Um. I tried. So my dad asked me. My dad was, like, telling his manager that it was going to be Ramadan. He was going to be fasting and everything. And she asked him for an article or two to explain what it was so she could put it up and, like, other yeah. people could learn about it. And so I was like, yeah, let me – this is going to be so easy to find. Let me just do a quick Google search. Bruh, every article said something different. So, yeah, like, <laughs> find – Find a Muslim near you that's not an a-hole and ask them. I would love for people around me who aren't Muslim that are curious about what Ramadan is and why people fast and why they don't fast. Uh, come talk to me and I'd love to give you answers. Right? Like, like let's get yeah. past this whole idea of like, and like I, I get it in some situations people can be lazy, yeah. but I feel like this is one where it's valid to just be curious. Definitely. And also, I don't know about you, but like for me, I especially just... I love Ramadan and like Ramadan questions. So that's like, it's not hard. Um, it's something that I am educated on. Um, some questions surrounding Islam can be a little tough to answer. So I know about that, but like, oh my God, by all means, if anyone has any questions, just like holla at your girl. I know, hit up our, hit up our Instagram page. We will answer all the questions yeah. for you. 
This so, is just us plugging ourselves on our own podcast. <laughs> just like the cycle continues. Yeah. We tell our audience to follow us. We're already following us. You know what? To those of you that do follow us, thank you. It Honestly, means from the world. The we cry over it every month. Thank you so much. Yeah, like good tears. Happy tears. Oh my tears. God. I want to shout out my friend. Do it. Um, She started listening to our podcast because it's Ramadan and she's like giving up music. Um, and that was just so heartwarming. So shout out to you, Saima. That's Thank adorable. You. Thank you, Saima. I don't know you, but you seem cool. Um, <laughs> other other Ramadan things that like just come kind of come up. Oh, I look okay, before we delve further. I just want to know what like Ramadan looks like for you. You know, just because like I feel like Ramadan Roha mm-hmm. and regular Roha is very different. Um. I, I'm struggling this year. I'm going to be super honest about this. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with Ramzan this year because it it was always a very special time for me. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you kind of really get into the spirit of the month. Mm. You, you like you're fasting, obviously, but you're also spending a lot more time with your family. You go to the masjid for tarawih and it's like you it, just feel like you're getting that spiritual connection it, back. It almost feels like the Hallmark Christmas movies. Like when I was yes. younger, it felt like that because yes. I was like, oh, my God, I am happy. I want to spread cheer. I want to give food away. Yeah, but I, I get it. It's like waiting a little. Mm-hmm. But like it also was this time of spiritual renewal for me. It always has been that like after the month Yay. was over, I felt like so new and just kind of so fresh and you know, I felt a stronger connection to my faith, but I feel like this year I've lost so much of that because I am, one, just perpetually exhausted Mm -hmm. because now that I'm working, it just, I'm struggling to make it feel like that again because before I was a student, so what I could legitimately do is flip around my entire schedule, right? So I would sleep for a good chunk of the day, but I'd be up all night long. I would always go to the masjid for a tarawih, um, and then, you know, come home, get a bit of a workout and read some Quran. Like it was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I get up, I go to work, I come home and I'm like, I'm, I'm wiped out. Right. And then feel- it's iftar time after that. I literally wait for a shot and then I'm passed the hell out. And I wake up again for Sari and just like. I feel like that's adulthood. It's just like this unending cycle of like work, sleep, eat, work, sleep, eat, work, yeah. sleep, eat. And like, honestly, that's been me too. And that's what I meant. Like, but my schedule right now is flippity flipped because mm-hmm. I'm doing night shift oh, at Shay Tim Hortons. Um, so that's whack. That's tough. Yeah. And honestly, like the rush is just the Ramadan post Tarawi crowd. And it's just like, <laughs> they're just, bro. I'm a little Islamophobic. Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, my God, I'm just joking. Just kidding. Um, but no, my manager just should have like more sensitivity and like just putting an extra person. Uh, yes, um, absolutely. Hello, workplace accommodation folks. Uh, if you hire Muslim people, talk to them about what they need because it's tough. Very tough. Yeah, and again, right? Like, it's nice to have some time in Ramadan to actually pray mm-hmm. and like engage in more like spiritual activities and not just like be a worker be all the time bzz, 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 working away i really really like the sense of community at tarawi i don't know just like i've haven't had time to go to the masjid too much this uh 
month as sad as that is but like the time that i did go it just feels so good mm-hmm. or like yes breaking iftar at the masjid i love doing that what are some yeah. of your good ramadan memories Tarawi, I think, hands down is, yeah. like, one of the most because – or one of the best, right? Because yeah. I used to go super, super regularly, and it was just so nice and yeah. so calming. Um, so I really oh God. did enjoy doing that. And then just, like, if our time with the family is really nice. So let's I, do some translations because I realize not all of our listeners uh, might be Muslims. So iftar is, like, when you open your fast. Sahri is – um, the pre-fast yeah, meal essentially yeah, the we eat before meal. dawn because then we can't eat um, Tarawih is the prayer after you open your fast um, no Tarawih is the night prayer the night prayer like yeah. after but like yeah, so like we have, yeah, so we have like yeah. five daily prayers Tarawih is an extra prayer after the fifth one that you only do during Ramadan yeah um, thank you <laughs> for saying that <laughs> I know what Tarawi is but I'm like how do I concisely explain the breadth of Bro, Tarawi like, I promise I go to it I know what it I is do. oh my god but like so I go to Isna and like oh god their Tarawi is just something else it's just like the last set um I just I don't know why I just feel so good like that Tarawi prayer and like the recitation is so good and I'm just like wow that's so Girl, amazing. We in yeah. Islam right now. <laughs> I just like that's peak Muslim for me. For me, and I'm just like, that's nice. A good memory. Yeah. Um. So I guess I have a bit of a question to pose to our listeners, especially those of you that are working the nine to five, right? How? Because again, like I said, I'm really, really struggling with this. So how do you guys? get that Ramadan feeling and get in that time and energy to sustain yourself throughout the day and go to Tarawih and everything like hit me up for tips and you know whatever it is that you do because I need help we should have like like pose a question like on that Instagram like how you can be like give us tips and yes. tricks to survive this Ramadan. Yeah. You know, well, like it's, I think I'm just recognizing that I'm going to have to change up my schedule mm-hmm. because this is going to be the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what? You um, have to like make time for it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's just new and different, which yeah. is why I'm having a hard time with it. But it's about figuring out, okay, so now I'm in a new situation. How do mm-hmm. I uh, make it work in the best way possible so that I'm still getting that my spiritual needs fulfilled as well? A good thing to ponder on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. So do you like do anything? So for me in Ramadan, I also ha- have like personal goals sometimes mm-hmm. where like uh, I'll give up say music and TV shows mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Do you do that? I don't know. Cause I feel like it's almost like it's sort of like Lent, you know, like you choose to give up something additional to everything else but that's just like a personal no, thing that i do no oh, not okay. really i'm like i think i try to be more conscious of my time mm. right so like if i'm spending time watching something useless when i could rather be doing something better or mm. like reading duas or something then i'm more conscious of doing that but not necessarily giving up uh. anything so to speak i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but it's no, just no, like, no. That's everyone how I does it differently yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so. just like how it's been in my household mm-hmm. like music completely turns off and we just like ramadan playlists are on all in the sheets <laughs> yeah. my mom does that so just before our time she'll put on like all yeah. the sheets and everything um, can we so do a nice. for our 
intro outro. we totally could okay are we going to islam <laughs> i'm so <laughs> kitty oh god roja's like like a happy little child here i love it it's the ramadan glow oh my god how many times have we said the word ramadan we should do a count someone do, yeah, somebody, somebody do a count and tell us like we're overdoing it we're killing it um what else what are some of your ramadan thoughts ramzan thoughts you know what this isn't really um i guess it's not Come closer really, oh oh sorry adjusting the mic uh, what are my Ramzan thoughts? I think something that strikes me a lot during this month is just like the ongoing conversation around Ramadan or Ramzan Muslims, right? People who put in the time and effort to be a lot more God conscious during this month and how everybody else just makes fun of them for it. I feel that's, like that's so shitty. It is because like R- Ramzan is like my cleanse time yeah like my non-trendy non-hipster not la inspired just me yeah cleanse bro and i feel like it makes me like it upsets me when people get all like self-righteous about it because they're like you know what if you're gonna be a muslim be a good muslim all the time 24 7 or don't like why is it black and white because people aren't black and white we exist in such a big gray space so Everybody has varying levels of faith. And you can't sit there being all self-righteous and act like you do everything right all the time. So if somebody's just... But even then, what is it someone else's business when someone prays or when someone fasts or how often they do it? If they want to do it in Ramadan, let them. Because, like, people forget that just God is going to judge us, right? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with, like... It's such a holy month, too. So if you want to spice it up and be like, you know what? I'm going to be on my best behavior. Like, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, like, it's it's about time that we get past this whole yeah. Ramadan Muslim thing and just let people do what, practice their religion, how they want to practice you know what their I religion. Also, what I also want to add on, like, Ramadan observations, people that go take the time to go on social media and be like, guys, it's Ramadan, so, like, please don't post food or foul language and like dude that's not shut the, up that's not the purpose of a fast for people to make it easier for you so Rahab, um i'm gonna post this big question for you not Do because it. i disagree with what you said but so people know what is the point of fasting that is a loaded question, Humna. Yes, it is. Why do we fast in two sentences? <laughs> Why do we fast in two sentences? Yeah. Because I like the feeling of hunger. And it just drives <laughs> me to my days. And I like putting myself through misery. I like to suffer. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No, that's not the point of fasting. Um this is just gonna be like personally i don't even know if this is like islamically correct um but like the point of fasting growing up what i was told is like um honestly just iman yeah it strengthens your iman right because you're not just giving up food you're not just giving up water you're giving up carnal pleasures yeah whatever they may be food is um, a pleasure yes 
Um, that's how I've always, or not always actually, that's how I've learned to see it is that you cut out all the distractions and by distractions I mean things that you really enjoy, right? Exactly. That those are everything that you're cutting out and, and you're only focusing on your relationship with God exactly. and your own self. And that's the It's a the test point. of faith, right? At the end of, end of the day. And honestly, why food is such a big part of it. Like if we look at it from a larger perspective, um, gluttony. It's yeah. one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. I mean, not really Islamic, but still there. Um, and I think when you step back and you control yourself, or at least try to control yourself, it comes back to like, okay, why am I doing this? And I'd like to point out um, a lot of the people are like, oh, you should fast because then you know what the other people feel like. Like what around the world. Like, like, no, like no, 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 no. This is not appropriating uh, what poverty feels like or no that's completely disrespectful yeah um, but it's a test of faith i in my i opinion. think i fully bought into that shit for so long oh is God, that like so oh like you know you have more sympathy for people who have no food because there's so much of a focus on like oh God, kind of charity just be i know i hate it and i'm like i'm embarrassed to think that like i used to think that because and i i think partially the reason i bought into that too is because everybody uses it to like give more charity like which is good you should give yeah. charity but you shouldn't give charity out of a feeling of self-righteousness so all these like charity campaigns that are like oh you know like now you can feel other people's hunger so donate to them no. like that's why i bought into it so much and now i'm recognizing like how flawed all of that thinking is and that you shouldn't be doing something good for other people only once you've experienced it for yourself like what kind of that's exactly behavior? Like, when like like kids go to thailand or like some other southeast asian countries and like bang up the streets what don't you know of that phenomenon no like, yeah they'll like literally like beg on the streets and so they can just do more activities that's disgusting it's disgusting and like the parallel sister oh, god um, but yeah that's no awful. completely wrong please don't do that guys yeah uh what else i had some other thing that i wanted to talk about um is ramadan related but maybe hunger brain is on right now oh it totally uh, <laughs> is oh my god um um oh you know what i want to talk about is shaming people who aren't fasting whether or not they're muslim so this applies in two different scenario one where you're in a place where it's majority non-muslim so everybody around you isn't fasting yeah but then you see other muslims who aren't fasting and you don't know why and you automatically shame them and scenario two is where you're in a place where it's majority muslims and then there's somebody not fasting and you shame them for yeah. that let's go to scenario one first and then okay. break it down yes um so scenario Ooh, one. did you hear that yeah that was my stomach grumbling <laughs> oh my god you're adding sound effects for this special <laughs> podcast you do way too much girl <laughs> you know what but Sorry. we appreciate it back like, on track <laughs> maybe it was meant to be um but yeah for scenario one also like yeah, why people gotta be in other people's business all the time yeah. whether someone wants to fast or not fast that's on them also a lot of people are exempt from fasting mm -hmm. like not only just menstruating women you have people that are too ill to fast people that are um perhaps fasting is just not a viable thing for them um, people that are on medication you on, have to take it yes. at a certain time then you have to take it at a certain time what are you gonna do die 
Exactly. Um, Death is not the alternative, my friends. Also, people with mental illnesses, people that struggle with anorexia. Yeah, um, eating disorders and Ramadan. That's a very, very important uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. And also more the reason that we need... uh, a Muslim focus on mental health, some sort of programs. Um, I know Nasiha is super great. Check it out. Uh, but like, we just need more education on this subject matter because like, I was reading this thread online and people were talking about how Ramadan just like makes them just go back into that cycle of not eating for yeah. someone that is suffering with their yeah. With and an if eating somebody's disorder. been fighting that for years, then you know what? If they have to eat, then they have to eat. We have That's to That's between open you up. and God, yeah, and God will to. understand. God's gonna understand, but like a lot of people around us don't. Yeah. And the thing is, we need to open up these conversations because, mm-hmm. like, if not now, when? when Absolutely. Things have gone to redacted because I'm fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Also, how are you gonna how are you gonna be fasting and you know trying to be all good and everything and then be mean and judgmental towards people who can't or aren't? It, it, like you're kind of defeating the point of your piety if you're using it to be self righteous. A conundrum, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. So that's scenario one, right? And Where then, like you have other minority Muslims like yeah. you, and you're being a complete dart bag to them wow look at me finding creative oh, alternatives stand <laughs> uh to them because you don't understand why they're not fasting and also like like roja said it's none of your business don't ask people why they're not fasting Jeez. exactly um okay scenario two let's get political up in this household mm-hmm. um at muslim countries I'm not going to name which specific ones you know who you are names. yeah <laughs> you know who you are what's up with all the violence and um punishments for non-muslims that don't fast yeah like Like, literally they are under no obligation to fast just because you are fasting it's literally not part of their faith they have nothing to do with it so why the hell would they not eat and drink honestly i think it's just like a power play like people just like having that power and exercising it because like what other reason is there because they're crazy like they're you know what i shouldn't use the word crazy because they're yeah something special Mm -hmm. is going on upstairs yeah no one knows what it is but it needs to change like and that change stems from us recognizing that these problems exist. That's true. Because no you, one wants to talk about it. Because like, oh, I'm not living there. Like, what's it to me? Yeah. And like this whole this whole thing of, you know what, I'm fasting, so you need to accommodate to me. No. Hell no. Nah. The point of you That's fasting a- is self-control. The point of you fasting is you fasting and it has to In do with you and God. Yeah. The thing is the point of like fasting, you can't just have everything handed to you and then just sit just on lie in bed yeah, oh i'm, I'm fasting. fasting like no just get, get up out. go about your business let other people eat around you because people gotta eat children's help your mamas make iftar like please don't just sit there because honestly i feel like growing up i knew a lot of people that just wouldn't help in the kitchen mm-hmm. and that's a pet peeve of mine because the thing is your parents work hard yeah and then they come home and they do this like no help your mamas in the kitchen boys and girls yeah and everyone in between just carry your own weight in the house honestly but you know again like going back to the issue of like in some countries they will 
publicly kill people who were out and about during the day and maybe ate or drank some water because they're not Muslim or they're not fasting. Like, why? Why? Just what? Well, well, in the 1984? I know. I know. This is this is 2019, folks. Y'all are tripping if you think it's okay to harass and, like, hurt other people and just kill them because they're not living the way you want to live. I get it if you're the majority you're the majority but doesn't mean you get to use that as an excuse to just abuse minority populations it's just, it's it's crap it, it makes me so upset agreed i literally don't have anything else just like treat people humanly i know like how it's just yeah it's beyond me how again you can claim to be religious and fasting and then go around treating other people like absolute crap just no you, you know what just go break your own fast then like yeah okay question for you do it at iftar time do you call it opening your fast or breaking your fast breaking my fast i call it breaking my fast turns out and like sometimes like i'll you know post on social media saying hey like i'm this is what i'm breaking my fast with and people will be like why are you breaking your fast and i'm like what do you mean it's maghrib i gotta eat and they think that i'm like like purposely breaking my fast before it's why are time you advertising yeah and they're like why are you advertising the wait fact who that said that like, are they like are these muslim yeah 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 because it's just like a difference and like they don't okay. call it that at all so okay, for them be like linguistics literally linguistics like for <laughs> them. linguistics like why is breakfast called breakfast because you're breaking, breaking the fast that you, uh, yeah I know, I know. People will be like, why are you advertising the fact that you're breaking your fast? Like, because it's Maghrib time and I'm allowed to eat? Like, what? And they're like, oh, okay, you're opening your fast. Like, same thing. Don't get so hung up on language. People get so hung up on everything. Okay, um, do you have any Ramadan nightmare stories? Like, (laughs) things that happened in Ramadan that you were like, (gasps) because I have them. No, I don't. You, You can have the glory in this one. Okay, thanks for, like, the permission. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> so one fine Ramadan day, I was not fasting um, for reasons I will let you figure out on your own. Um, and the thing is, I was doing the thing. Wow, the thing is that I was doing the thing. I'm sorry, I'm like last year. <laughs> <laughs> Full on Ramadan brain, folks. We no like longer was, know what I we're was talking hiding about. Hiding and eating, you know, as one does yeah. in their own home. This is period My shaming. Good Muslim suburbs. <laughs> Wait, who are you hiding from? You just have sisters. <laughs> my father. Also, I was hiding from my sister too, the youngest one. Oh this my god. Was a couple years back, and then she comes in the kitchen. She's like, <gasps> "You broke your." <laughs> she looked so scandalized. And the thing is, she didn't just like keep the scandal to herself she <laughs> ran to the living room and she's like mama papa fast and i was so petrified this was a couple of years ago and i was just like oh my god they know i'm not fasting i literally i just started crying oh my god I, like my i just like they i, I know was also like very emotional but like it was just I was just weeping and weeping and I ran upstairs and I just like, I locked myself in my room and like my poor little sister did not know what she did wrong. Aww. Um, 
poor kiddo, but also poor you. Yeah. (laughs) I went downstairs. Like, I literally, like, did the walk of shame downstairs. My My parents were comforting me. They're like, it's okay. (laughs) You can be sick. And I'm like, I I, let's never speak about this again. I'm logging out. Have have you called out your sister about this now that she's older? Yeah. (laughs) Several times. Oh, man. Oh. Right here, I'm calling oh, her. Out. Is she calling you right now? She's so cute. Ew. Cool. Do we have anything else to talk about for this episode? Because I am done. I'm not just hungry, guys. We're gonna go open fast time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk about like like more of the Ramadan spirit. Like when we were younger, um, I feel like that just doesn't get highlighted. Like well, you know, like Christmas movies they highlight how much of a nice time it is Mm -hmm. like do you guys do something i guess annually to highlight that Uh, like in ramadan one thing my mom does is like she likes making food for the neighborhood so she'll have like several days Mm -hmm. uh where like it's like we get down to business right it's Mm -hmm. just like uh because i also live in a very very muslim neighborhood so we just like give make a lot of food and then just give it away yeah and i really really like doing that and i think that just like that's a way to keep the spirit alive of like giving back and then like receiving and then it's just really fun yeah that's one thing we do um given our neighbors are all white so they're just like oh my god samosas oh uh, that's but it's, so cute, it's cute. like it's Aww. nice yeah i think that's the one thing we do it's the thing is having so having grown up in a muslim country the Ramadan spirit is all around you. So you really don't have to try, right? Like you step out and you know it's Ramadan. There's lights up everywhere. There's like experience that at least once. Yeah, like it's almost like Christmas time here. Like you fully experience that. So when you're at home, it's like you don't need any extra reminders. Like you fully know everything around you is screaming Ramadan. And it's like, it's really nice. You have that atmosphere built up around you. So you really don't need to try. But after coming here... It just, I don't know. Oh, God. Like, it, you, it was You've depressing. seen the best. So, like, yeah. Ramadan is kind of depressing here. In our perfect Hallmark movie, Hamna, I would help you rediscover the meaning of Ramadan. Oh, my but, God. But, like, in a Western setting. <laughs> oh, God. Let's do it. Yeah. And then Are you writing the pitch? Sure. Netflix, we're coming for you. Please. Two brown girls, help us out. This isn't Ramadan related, but can we talk about Tan France's roti tutorial and how it's literally oh the cutest God. thing on the can planet? I, can I tell you something? Roja is hyperventilating, guys. I cried when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I cried everything. But like, bro, that roti was so round. And as someone that has like personally been put through roti boot camp, I was like, this is a sign of God's existence. Like, that man's roti was really round, okay? And maybe I cried. I literally cried at how round it was and, like, the way he was saying, Tava, and I just... I was really, really emotional. Me and Hatim, like, bonded over that roti tutorial. He makes me so happy. I have, to this day, never cooked a roti, but he inspired me. I was like, I'm gonna go cook a roti now. You called it a roti. Okay, I was talking fast. Whatever. It was a slip of the tongue. It happens. Oh, my God. Then be yourself there, France. I love you. <laughs> I just really needed to say that. We both do. I can't wait for his book to come out. I'm actually very excited. Me too. Oh my god. What an angel. Literally. That's 
I feel like we fangirl over a lot of people in this show, but we always go go back to Hassan Minhaj and Tan France. Yeah. The OGs. The OGs. Um, so going back to Tan France, and actually since this is a Ramadan episode, um, I thought I would plug another podcast for you folks to listen to. They're very short episodes. Uh, the podcast is called Tell Them I Am. You can find it on Spotify. It is hosted by Misha Youssef, and I believe she's a podcast producer for NPR. Um, if I, if that was wrong, I'm sorry, Misha. Um, but yeah, she's putting out these episodes every day and I believe it's just for the month of Ramadan and they're very short episodes with different guests on moments that define their lives. So she did one with Tan that was really cute and there's like, there's other guests that she's had on there as well. So yeah, it's, um... Like it's just really nice, short and sweet. If you want to check it out, please do support support brown women. Support doing brown cool women. things. Oh, yeah, I need that on a t-shirt. Let's do it. We're gonna make it. We're gonna start selling after the storm merch, you guys. <gasps> Can we? It is happening, oh my and God. we are wrapping up on that note. Brb. Goodbye. I love it.